Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to Learning by Ear, an episode 3 of our 10-part radio drama series A Bridge of Agori, which tells the dramatic story of how religion and politics drive a wedge between two communities and two families. Last time, our young friends Harry and Layla have realized that being leaders at school does not mean being leaders at home. In today's episode called Starting a Debate, listen to Roshi as she encourages Layla to stand up for herself and find out about Harry's difficult family history. Listen in. The debating club was the director's idea. Mrs. Ayo Milulu had fresh ambitions for the Ubuntu school to win the highly coveted free speech debating cup. Currently, it was in the hands of the Gori High School. To wrench it from their hands, the director had asked Harry and Lila as Ubuntu College head boy and head girl to start the ball rolling. First, they had to decide on a room for the new debating club. So, this is room number 3. What do you think, Lila? Mm, I like it. It's much better than the others. I love the windows. Yes. That should help us throw some light on some of our debates. <laughs> <laughs> you know, AM wants us to show her a list of topics that we plan to deal with this time. Well, we cannot decide for other people. I know. Hurry. Let's conduct a questionnaire. What kind of questionnaire? Like um name the issues that concern you in order of importance. Hey, that's smart, Leila. I like it. It will be fun collecting the answers. And for Harry, working with Leila was fun. When Philip realized that, he was green with envy. He kept thinking that should have been him. He was sure his father had been too pushy trying to put his name forward as head boy. But the director chose Harry and Philip had to live with that. So Philip's only chance to get close to Leila was to join the debating club and keep on going to the sports club where at least he could watch Leila training with her friend Roshi as could her brother Hassan. Leila Leila I can feel Hassan watching us. What's wrong with that boy? He accompanies me home. Roshi He's against me being here. He thinks Muslim girls shouldn't do sport. What nonsense. There are plenty of Muslims in the sporting world. Oh. 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 So Leila, what time did we clock for the laps? Huh? Uh, 3 minutes 21.8 seconds. Not bad. Yeah. Look. Just tell that brother of yours to back off. He's wrong. I've tried. You know, my mother always told us both the story of the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and how he loved wrestling, archery, and horse racing. He even had a race with his wife Aisha, and she won. Wow. Hassan should know that sport is not against Islam. But you know, Roshi, he's not all wrong. There are strict rules. like what you wear where you change and even who you shower with look your arms and legs and head are covered like mine yes but it's so hot we are dripping with sweat we need to ask our sports teacher to allow us to wear the new sportswear specially designed for muslim women it's lighter as for changing well you could just go home and change there and miss out on the fun and discussions and analysis and jokes and laughter when we guys are in the shower <laughs> I know, please. But you are also a Muslim. How come you don't worry about being seen by non-believers? We're not conservative in our family. 
My mom strongly believes that being a woman and challenging the power of men is more important in today's world. We are women first, then Muslims. That doesn't help me now, though. What do I do about Asan and his madrasa friends? That Islamic school is very strict. Come on, stick up for yourself, girlfriend. Challenge them. They're not the keepers of the Muslim code of behavior. Your brother's 12, for heaven's sake. Tell him both Palestine and Jordan have women's soccer teams. They are not breaking any Islamic law, nor are you. I should show him the poster in our classroom of Nawal El Mutawakel, the first Muslim and African woman ever to win Olympic gold. Yeah. It was in Los Angeles in 1984. What a wonderful triumph. That's what I want, to win the 400 meter hurdles in the next Olympics. Go, Leila, go, come. Yes. I'll bring you to the changing room. <laughs> Meanwhile, as the weekend approached, Harry was getting ready to visit his father in his home village. Father Barnabas was going too. As a revered priest, he would be celebrated by all the clansmen. So too would Harry as head boy. Thank you. Barnabas, Harry, come inside. Let's have water. Please, sit and have a cool drink. Good to see you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, father. So, tell me what being a head boy means. Our biggest project is the founding of a debating club. And, um, well, I have to work closely with Leila Omer. <clears throat> uh, the Omer family has always been a strong rival to our Dembele clan. We have a history of bitter animosity with that family. I didn't know. Uh, what is it all about, Father? Land. It was always about land. And it is still about land. The Islamic Council wants to build a new mosque. And we in the Catholic Church want to build a new church. Ishmael, Omer and I both sit in the development committee and we are challenging each other's right to build on the same piece of land. But what's that got to do with Leila and me? We've got nothing to do with any of this. I'm head boy, she's head girl. What am I supposed to do? Harry, my son. You can work with Leila Omer by all means, but only in the college. Tell me, is she pretty? Yes, very. I, I see. You know, I had hoped you would consider priesthood, Harry. Uncle, it's not about that. I'm only 17. I'm not choosing anything. I'm attending the college, an interfaith college. That's what you wanted, Father. Anyway, you didn't consider priesthood. You chose to have two wives. You are right. It is part of my being a chief. The village expects me to take two, even three wives. My father did it, and so did my grandfather. It's a sign of power and prosperity. I gave up trying to convert your father years ago. Staying celibate is part of my duty as a priest. It focuses your mind on spiritual things, Harry. You see how different two brothers can be? And we respect each other's choices. You, Harry, must choose your own path. But we must guide you to choose one that will bring you happiness. And one that doesn't cross paths with the family clan. What do you suggest? There must be no meeting after school and no talking to her about our business. Isn't that right? 
My brother, our aim in life should be to bring harmony, not foster conflict. I think Harry and Lila must show leadership and prove that the school was right to choose them as head boy and girl. Then we should also look for a way of resolving the inter-family dispute. Good leaders build bridges. False leaders can so easily whip up hatred based on anything to do with identity, race, color, religion. Will this happen here in Gori? Muslim against Christian, calling upon the name of God, and all because of a piece of land? And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. Leila is now determined to continue running and Harry is faced with a new dilemma. Please join us for episode 4 of our radio drama, A Bridge of Agori, and follow Harry and Leila as they discover how hard it is to be friends. And remember, if you want to hear the program again, subscribe to our podcast or tell friends about it, please visit our website at www.dw-world.de slash lbe. Goodbye for now. Deutsche Welle, learning by ear. Yadmutu, Katahiwatoni Learning by ear. Frequence, avenir. Learning by ear. Listen up, shape your future. We are the future of Africa. And education is our key to success. Here in Africa, radio is the most important medium. That's why the Dosha Vela has developed a special program for young listeners called Learning by Ear. With radio dramas and features written by African authors. The topics are politics, health and social issues, the environment and economy. Tune in for our next program. Learning by Ear. Listen up. Shape your future.